0: This is Horror Zone 607, the podcast where we talk all things horror and bring you the week's biggest horror movie news. I'm Mike C., and although I may be in a bunker, there's a special somebody that's working hard back home, back in the 8122 Production Studio. You hear him each and every week on the show. Ho ho, he's got Betty Davis eyes. He's rich.
1: That's right. I have Betty Davis eyes and my hips don't lie. I love it.
0: They really don't. They
1: don't. It's they really amazing. don't. It's a great time. It, it really it is. is, is. Amazing. It's great. It's a great time. And in joining us this week from his chair as the, the invisible man, the professor. Very good endpoint. Hmm. Good 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 point there. Professor just made a wonderful <laughs> excellent point. Excellent He's already point.
0: batting a thousand again this week. Once again,
1: smartest man in all of horror. <laughs> uh, podcasting as long as he doesn't speak.
0: <laughs> right. Right. Of course. Of well, we course. are hoping that he will be back yes. uh, next week again. You know, it's just the the third week in a row that he hasn't been, able to be here. He's, he's got a lot going on. Yeah. He's got a, he's got uh, a, a plate to get full. into what's going on. You know, he can talk about it if he wants to, but, uh, but he's got some, some stuff going on, a lot on his plate right now. And, uh, uh, he's actually moving some plates because he's actually moving as well. So, yeah, I was going to say uh, he's he's, a bit he, busy.
1: he's no longer he's no longer a drifter and a nomad. He's actually found a no. place to rest his head. Uh, so that's part he of did. it. So there's 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 a good part of the story. The good part of the story is there that really he's is. actually he's actually in the process of uh, being into his own place and no longer just drifting the plains of uh, well, there's not really planes around here, but you guys don't know much about the 607, so we can lie <laughs> about that. Uh, he's no longer yeah. just drifting in and out and taking bass in the local river, <laughs> allegedly. Right. Uh, now he's going right. to have his own place to live. Uh, so, so you Let's know, whatever.
0: It. Let's face it: if he's getting food from the river, he's 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 eating carp. Oh. There, there's no two ways about he it. Glows, no bass; it's carp that he's eating.
1: And he goes in the dark because that river a little questionable. Yeah.
0: <laughs> a little questionable. Uh, but but anyways, if you, you know. Turn off the lights in the studio; you will still see him.
1: But for everything else there is a couple things going on in life so uh, positive thoughts if he wants to talk about it that's up to him if not we won't we won't go into it but definitely positive right. thoughts to the professor who should be rejoining us in the next week or so uh, as he's uh, getting acclimated to his uh, new place so there is the a, there place, is some happy the stuff. new
0: life it uh, uh, has a happy ending there are some uh, happy
1: endings man he's he's on a new journey he's got he's got the you know he's he got is. the new uh, the, the new that, career
0: uh, I really hope that his journey leads him right into my fist.
1: I <laughs> uh, trust me. He's he's ang- he's always anxious to punch you in the face. Uh, that's why he wants you to be back in studio. So when uh, you know when he's back in studio and you be- you're back in studio, when you say something that pisses him off, he can just punch you instead of just shooting me like yeah. uh, the shaking. He can fist. actually
0: set me on fire, like he's been threatening he's, you for you know, he turns, 12 years of my life.
1: You miss it because you're not in studio. He turns like bright red and he starts shaking. <laughs> And it is something to behold. That's not even a joke. I wish I was joking about that. And then he's oh, like, oh, man, he's, he, you're just wrong. <laughs> and that's his first thing about, yep. you're just wrong.
0: Honestly, so the first time I remember ever seeing that, at least when it comes to like uh, like a discussion of horror movies, I don't know how many years ago it was, but we, we ended up having this talk after um, uh, Your Next came out. Now, he tried to tell me that that movie was beyond far superior to The Strangers. And I was like, you're kidding me. The Strangers is one of the greatest slasher movies, if not horror movies, ever made, in my opinion. You're next. Yeah, you know, I had a powerful female character as a central character in it, but the movie itself was not what I expected. I tried to watch it back and find something I like about it. And overall, I think it's kind of like a mad kind of movie, you know. And uh, I think The Strangers is far superior. And he was just like, I think he was ready to choke me. And, you know, and that was that. What? He sticks by his his opinion as I stick by mine.
1: Well, years yeah. later, after you guys have made your opinion, and maybe someday we'll do it, we'll cover it for the review segment both of those movies. But years later, I, since I I'm the tiebreaker and I'm the third, I can successfully tell you that you're both fucking wrong. <laughs> honestly, I, I, neither movie I, I, was so any good. Well, no, no, no. Actually, both movies were both entertaining. I don't think that either one of them was like a classic. Honestly. The Strangers was very entertaining for what it was and it was very creepy and scary. I will give it the I will honestly agree with you. I'll give it the edge over Your Next because I felt way more creeped out by uh The Strangers cuz I feel like anything where it could happen. I feel like that's the kind of movie where it creeps me out. And I feel like The Strangers could right. actually happen. Uh, whereas Your Next is a little more soap opera ish, but I still enjoyed it for what it was. So I don't think either movie was horrible. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't think that uh, Your Next was like this far superior film or that The Strangers was a far superior film. I think they're both in the same vein. I will edge out The Strangers because it scared me a little more due to the fact that that shit could happen. But outside of that, I, I don't really. I'm, they're not in my top 25, neither movie. So. I mean, uh, I, I'm not going to argue, I, I, I'll just settle the argument by saying that both of you can be right in your own opinion, but as far as it goes, right. maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, you know, as viewers, listeners, I said viewers, I keep forgetting that this is in a live stream since we started live streaming over here, uh, cheap, cheap shameless plug. Twitch.tv slash 607 podcast. We haven't done any of the podcast live, but we've done some live streams. We're going to be back on July 11th covering UFC 251, by the way. Uh, that's going to be a lot of fun doing the whole live stream of that. Uh, but, uh, yeah, twitch.tv slash 607 podcast. Uh, eventually, we're going to be doing some Horror Zone stuff as things open up and we're allowed. We're going to have some movie nights here at DMG, maybe some live commentary uh, for some favorite movies. i got some funnier uh, comedy horror movies I think would be great to do live commentary over. Oh, yeah. Or maybe we could watch Phantasm, and maybe together we can figure out what the fuck is going on.
0: (laughs) Either way. That's, That's actually a brilliant idea.
1: Either way. Either way. We uh you know we'll be doing some really awesome stuff so keep your eyes on that Twitch channel. But yeah, uh so listening to this, maybe you guys have an opinion so please do. And I mean I don't I usually save the plugs for the end Mike, but it might as well just go ahead comment anything about the show or in particular I do want to hear. And maybe I'll put a poll up. I think I'm going to put a poll up on Twitter. So by the time you guys hear this, there'll be a poll up on Twitter. I'll leave it up for a week. Uh it's going to be which movie did you like better? And I'll put uh, The Strangers, Your Next, and then on the third bracket I'll put, you know, Toss up, you know, too close to the side, or maybe even hated both. I don't know. I'll, I'll throw some kind of survey up. So that is, uh, find that on Twitter. It's at HorrorZone607. Remember, you can also uh like us and share us on Facebook as well, HorrorZone607. And we're on Instagram at HorrorZone607. So there you go. There's a little shameless plugging, uh, but I'm going to put that up because I want to see what the fans have to say too. Absolutely. All right, man. So you wanna get into some news? Uh, yeah, I was gonna say it's it's I am dying to get in some news. There's some there's some uh, pretty cool stuff. There's not a lot, but there's some cool stuff that came out that I'd like to talk about. So let's let's dive right into that.
0: Yeah. Well it's been a while since we've talked about the box office. You know, there hasn't really been much of a box office for the last several months, and we've got some box office news. Holy shit, the
1: box office. What what's going on in the box
0: office? There is a box office and, and this last weekend. There was a number one, and there was a number two.
1: By the way, they're new and you're number not one. Believe what they they're, are. They're a new number one and new number two, obviously correct because they they they, they, they weren't there was no box office for like two months i i can't wait i'm on right. bated breath so it's got to be something new right it's got to be something hip it's got to be something that's outside the box so. uh, something new uh, so, you know so, Candyman man oh, maybe uh, well, the invisible no, man well no maybe no no no, around. no well Candyman man we know isn't we're gonna talk about that in a minute that's not coming out until september uh so who who jumped the but gun it was
0: originally supposed to be out now
1: right right but mike who jumped the gun who jumped the gun and came back and took the balls to to take covid on it had to be a new movie right
0: Absolutely. It was a brand new movie by the name of Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> number Finish one with number box, one box office. office.
1: And number two? Yeah.
0: Number two. Also, a brand new movie nobody's ever heard of before. A very hip, brand new concept. Uh, it's about uh, it's about a, a shark uh, in the, the ocean. And, the Meg? Uh, is yeah, it the Meg? You, you might be thinking of Uncaged. You might be thinking of Deep Blue Sea. No, no, no. No, this is a movie called Jaws. Ooh. Nobody's ever heard of this movie. It's never been made. Uh, nothing like this has ever been done. It's a movie called Jaws. Yeah. Uh, there's a, a young, up and coming director that maybe he'll have a career someday. His name is Steven something. I, I think Spielberg was his last name. By the way, nobody's ever going to hear of this guy again.
1: On, on a serious note, though, Spielberg is one and two in the box office. <laughs> Yeah, (laughs) one and two the box office. Uh, I just got to throw this out there. Yeah,
0: Jurassic Park and Jaws number one and two last. It's kind of
1: amazing. Uh, If you guys remember, 1993 is when uh, Jurassic Park came out, and it was the uh, for a while. It was the reigning number one movie, grossing movie of all time. Uh, till Titanic yeah. so it was only a few years but still it was the highest grossing movie when it came out and uh, also uh, Jaws of course is a classic 1975 both directed by Spielberg uh, obviously if there was no Jaws there would be no Jurassic Park because if he would have failed at Jaws Jurassic Park uh, I don't think he would be Spielberg you know what I mean uh, right. So I, I, I think it's really cool um, I got some news for people uh, Locally and I know if you have a Regal near you Because some of them are slowly opening Hopefully, knock on wood, New York State will finally get our theaters back open Because July 10th The week of July 10th Jurassic Park will be in the theaters uh, At Regal Cinemas uh, amongst other movies there's wow. a bunch there's a bunch of other movies playing as well but the one that I really wanted to see Jurassic Park and the following week July 18th Jaws will be in the theaters for Regal Cinemas. Well, maybe it will be number
0: 1 and number 2 again.
1: Possible well uh, it'll be a week apart so it'll be number 1 and number 1. Because they're only yeah. playing them for a week and they're doing there's other movies as well. I know I know week one uh, Star Wars uh, Empire Strikes Back is also in the theaters I'm interested in seeing that Because obviously It was before I was born That oh, that amazing. movie came out I did see Jurassic Park as a, when, it, when it came out in 93 As a child I was 10 years old And my nephew took me to see it Because my nephew was, uh, was a way my family works My dad was way older than my mom So on that side I have a nephew that's older than me He took me to see Jurassic Park in 93 So I remember finally seeing that movie then I'd love to see it again because of that. And Jaws, of course, I wasn't alive in 75. I was born in 83. Uh, just giving you guys, let you know where I'm born. I don't care. So obviously I couldn't see Jaws or Empire Strikes Back. So I'm interested to see both of them because Regal Cinemas nationwide is say they're opening. I know some places they probably already open, but they're saying nationwide they're opening July 10th. So the lineup on July 10th, Empire Strikes Back is one of them. And so isn't uh, Jurassic Park. And then there's like seven other films. And then on the 18th, they're switching them out, and Jaws will be one of them. And like I said, I can't remember. One of the the weeks, one of the Lord of the Rings movies is in there. There's some really good lineup in there. I also saw some horror movies in the lineup. So keep an eye out for it. Keep the listings. And then going forward until new movies hit, they're going to be rotating, I guess, in and out older movies. So it's a good opportunity for those of us who didn't get to see some of these movies in the theater because A, we weren't born at the time, or B, we just missed them and they're in the the theater. So that's going to be an amazing thing.
0: Right, and if nothing else, I mean, I still think that this uh, this young uh, Steven Spielberg's got a got a big career ahead of him. He's got a
1: bright future, and him and that George He's got a Lucas, future. him and that George yeah. Lucas, if they ever if they ever partner up, you it, might hear these guys someday. You know what? If they ever partner up, it could be it could be indie rific. See what I did there? See, see what I did do? There. See what you did there? Well, until until Crystal Skulls, and then. Eh. Eh. <laughs> Have you ever? By the way, uh, I know know we're getting off topic. Before we change the subject, did you ever see the South Park episode where they they treat uh, Indiana Jones and it's it's Spielberg and Lucas and they do the different rape scenes from different movies? And one of them is Deliverance, obviously.
0: So it's like you have a real pretty mouth. Squeal like
1: a pig. Squeal like a pig. (laughs) <laughs> it's, it's it's you guys. You just go look at that clip up. If you're at home, look at the clip up. It's kind of really funny because that was after Golden or uh, Crystal Skulls came out, and that movie is god awful. Let's be honest.
0: That's what I've heard. I've never seen any of the Indiana Jones movies. Really? Or not. You
1: should check out. You yeah. should check out the first three. The first three? Are, yeah, you know, they're all
0: on Netflix right now, and I've been meaning to watch them. But you know, it's, I've seen all of these movies. I'm a movie buff, and I've never seen the Indiana Jones movies. Believe it or not. Yeah. So I uh yeah I'm Raiders not much of a movie Raiders Temple of Doom all,
1: Raiders, Temple of Doom, definitely definitely top tier. And then you yeah. get into, yeah, yeah. Uh, just skip I'm Crystal vacation, Skull. Uh,
0: I'm this, this upcoming week, so you know, it's, it's something I plan on uh, passing the time by my, with watching them. My so suggestion is skip,
1: skip Crystal Skulls. Just, just remember that.
0: I will remember that. I've heard that over the years. Anyways, uh, we'll move on to the next story we got here. So uh, a couple of weeks ago we uh, discussed how um, – the new uh, Evil Dead movie was going to be coming out, and we had a title for it. Well, the title has changed. It now has a new name. Uh, it's officially going to be called Evil Dead Rise. So, uh, so that is the official title for the movie. Bruce Campbell was quoted as saying uh, that this is going to be a whole new ball game. no more Cabin in the Woods. Uh, so you can take that for what it's worth, but there's not going to be a Cabin in the Woods this time. Uh, we kind of discussed that we thought that it would probably take place in a city, and uh, camp- uh, there, there was a rumor that actually came out uh, that it is going to actually be taking place in a high-rise. Uh, Campbell also did say that it will be out or should be out in 2021. So obviously, you know, we'll see how things go with the coronavirus, but uh, but it should be out next year. Uh, but uh, yeah, this one's going to take place in a high-rise, it sounds like. Uh, so I guess uh, we're going to see a different kind of uh, Evil Dead movie.
1: I'm not, I have no problem with the high-rise as long as it's done well. Uh, obviously, I'm not, I'm, I'm not offended by any of that. But uh, I mean the name thing. I mean, Evil Dead Now wasn't very good either. Evil Dead Rise. It seems right. like you're just trying to hit whatever hit words you can put in there. You know what I mean?
0: Right. I mean, like, it kind of makes uh, sense if there's a high rise. It's kind of a play on words there. Yes, but, but at the same whatever.
1: time, like it's still been done. How many times have we done the Rises or Rise? Uh, you know, yeah. like Rise of Skywalker, Dark Knight Rises. Like, fucking Jesus. They might as well
0: just yeah, call it Evil... Yeah, by my... You know, with me, I I was still wishing that we were going to get a a direct sequel to Fede Alvarez's movie, take it back to the cabin. It was an interesting movie. You know, there had been how many of these movies that were done in the cabin. You got The Cabin in the Woods. It was kind of an homage to it. You know, how many Cabin in the Woods movies did we need to see? But they did it. They did it well. And I was definitely interested in seeing a lot more, as were a lot of people. Um, So... Well, just this just
1: this just didn't, Mike. Next week, the movie will be changed to Evil Dead Harder uh, (laughs) because we have to go with cliches. And the week after that, I've heard that the front runner is Evil Dead: The Electric Boogaloo. So, uh, yeah, I'm going. I'm hoping the Electric Boogaloo is the final decision. So, hopefully, two weeks out, our sources are right. Uh, but yeah I don't know I'm, I'm not gonna shit on the movie like I said last week I'm gonna I'm gonna leave my reservations till the first trailer and then of course to see it cause I'm a fan so I'll definitely be seeing it uh, and like I said uh, I, I definitely leave the re- reservations because yeah there's a new director but once once upon a time Fetty Alvarez was that new new director and right. that, that movie became a masterpiece uh, in a lot of ways that movie and I, I've said it before and we've said it on the show I know me, me and you are in agreement, And even, I'm not no disrespect to the original movies but in a lot of ways the evil dead 2013 movie was the 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 classic it's a movie.
0: superior movie it's yeah. amazing
1: uh and it's a classic it's it really in, is amazing b- b- dude it's in my top 10 we talked about it. it's in my top 10 of all time oh, that yeah. movie is that movie is like one of those movies that's as close to a perfect horror movie you're ever going to see uh and, it really
0: was really good and you know with this one you know that one was dead serious and a lot of people say that the the first one was was uh, a comedy and i disagree i think the first one it was just very low budget And it kind of made it a little bit laughable, but, you know, years later. But the first one is a straight up horror movie, whereas, you know, the second and third ones were were straight up comedies for the most part. This one, I think, could benefit just based on its setting. Um, I think that this one would benefit from going down the more comedic route, you know, do like a Sam Raimi type take on it. Um, You know, if there's just all kinds of shenanigans that are going on inside of a high rise, I think it might be a more entertaining movie. If they try to do this dead serious like the last one, you know, kind of been there, done that. I, I think that it's going to be more of, like, a cheap ripoff, yeah, in my opinion. I'm if fine with that. Happens, so. Listen, I'm
1: fine with the tongue-in-cheek one. And, and I will say this. The original, yes, it is. If you watch it, there is a lot of pure horror to it. Uh, but you could tell where the budgetary restrictions are. And I'm not even talking about the makeup and stuff, because, like, let's be honest. The makeup and stuff makes everything kind of look cheesy from that era, no matter what it is. Right. Uh, but uh, in particular, I think he replaced certain things in the script with humor, because it's cheaper to use humor than it is to do effects. And uh, so I do enjoy that, but yes, it does play like a horror movie. Whereas uh, Evil Dead Two uh, plays very much like a comedy because it is. Right. And Army of Darkness follows that vein. Army and Darkness is a very comedic movie. Um, yeah. So 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 I would I would say go in that route. I I would say you would be more successful if you go in the route of the comedic realm because it's going to be harder to pull off an equally as good ho- straight horror film. Yeah. in my opinion because I you're agree. not going to top yeah, 2013's Evil Dead you're not going to do right. it as far as a, as far as a straight laced horror movie that movie is an iconic movie at this point in juncture if you've never seen it or you don't agree, I, I would beg you to watch it again. That movie is is amazing. It's it's horror, it's gory, it's everything that a horror movie, it's disturbing, it's everything that you want yeah. in a in a horror film. I don't know if you can tap that movie in that field. However, you can make a nice fun tongue in cheek in the vein of the original series Evil Dead movie, and I think that uh, that would be a you would be far suit better suited. And so that's what I'm hoping we're gonna get.
0: Right. Agreed uh just another one i just want to touch on i think we've kind of talked this next one up quite a bit uh over the last uh, couple of months here but we know that there's going to be a scream five we don't have an official title for it or anything like that but uh we did get confirmation it will be releasing in 2021 so the next scream movie will be coming out in 2021 um you know along with this new evil dead movie so uh so we just want to mention that real quick um and then uh there was a new trailer for the Candyman, uh, the new Candyman film that is coming out. So we did kind of mention this earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, we brought it up. But uh, the, the new trailer is only about 30 seconds long, so it's more of a teaser. But uh, it is available on bloodydisgusting.com and probably anyplace else, YouTube, anywhere else. Uh, but this one actually does feature the voice of Tony Todd as the Candyman.
1: Yes, I, I, did, I, enjoyed, I enjoyed that part of it. Uh, uh, once again, this movie was uh, written... And it's being written and produced by Jordan Peele. It was also uh, Wynn Rosenfeld was the other writer on the movie. So uh, Jordan Peele was the writer with a co-writer, and he's the producer. And, of course, it's being directed by Nia DaCostas. Uh, and it comes out, just so we don't forget to say because I will forget it, it, comes out September 25th. That's the re date now. Uh, as long as everything goes right. right, let's be honest. You know, things in this world, put a TBD on there uh because you never know what's going to come <laughs> come september but as of right now september 25th is a new release date and hopefully that comes out uh we were talking before we went on the air and i want to bring up some of it real quick i don't want to bog down into it uh but there's a couple of the taglines and the feel of it was kind of a little off one of the taglines, uh, the one tagline i keep going back to and i'm going to read the, the tagline and i'm going to read the synopsis Actually we'll read the first one We'll talk about that Then I'll read the the other tagline In the synopsis And give you What scares me about this So the first one That we noticed Is is that uh, uh, It was from a DeCasa tweet She gave it the subtitle Candyman At the intersection of White violence and black pain Is about Is about unwilling martyrs The people they were The symbols we turned them into The masters Monsters we are told by They must have been and I was like, well, I get that this is perfect timing, and I know that the Candyman story lends itself to kind of what's going on in the world today. We're not going to dive into the political part. I don't really want to, uh, just because. Listen, this is a show for entertainment. I think that uh, I think that they I think that I, I, and I think it's smart of the director. She's very intelligent to steer into it. You know what I mean? Because I, you know, right. that's her kind of her job. I just don't know if I like the over politicization because I don't like that in any movie. Once again, I understand that this movie has always dealt with that, as it should, because that's part of the story. But I, I right. just think, like, right now, we're getting barraged with so much stuff between the COVIDs and the social, political climate and all that stuff. I think a lot of people are looking for escapism, so I'm hoping this doesn't hurt the movie is is really where I'm going with that statement. I don't know. How did you feel about that?
0: Uh, I would agree with that. I mean, I've mentioned this many times on the show before, and, you know, I think never more than with my take on Halloween 2018. I don't want to see a movement or a political movie. I, I, I don't want to see that. I just want to be entertained. I just want mindless, you know, just just some kind of an escape from that sort of a thing. I don't want to see that in a movie. Maybe some people do. A lot of people do. Not, not what I want to see. So I am hoping that that's not where it's going to go, even though the original Candyman, you know that 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 you know it did have that subtext to it. Um, but it was just a good movie at the same time. You know it, it was a good story, and that's what I want to see. I, I want to see a good story, a good movie, an actual horror movie. I don't want to see a political statement. You know, it's I'm not, That's that's. I don't. You know, if anybody wants to attack me for that, yeah. feel free. You're wrong. No, I, I'm going to come right out and tell you, you're wrong right now because that's not what my point is. My right. point is, I just want mindless things. I want to escape from all this stuff. It's stressful. Oh yeah, I agree. So, I agree. I don't want to see it in a movie. You know, that's all. And that, like that, I said, that's that's the only thing. So I'm hoping that that's more what it is. We're going to find out once September rolls around. And I understand that um, the
1: story lends itself to that because that's where the story is based in. But at the right. same time, you can over politicize or under politicize, and I and I mean, once again, I have no problem with there being something underlying. There's there's never going to be a problem with that. I just feel like right now right. everybody's so on edge that it would be better to give somebody escapism because trust me, it's it's just it's a it's between everything going on, you know, regardless of how you feel about any of the situations going on, it's just it's a right. lot out there. There's a lot to consume. Uh, but that's and, not. And the, I just want to oh, also sorry.
0: point out here, just to just so I can get the point across with it, one last thing this is one of the movies that I was most excited to see in 2020. So, you know, I still am. So I just oh, want yeah. to get that out there too. It's it's not like, I don't want to see this movie. I can't wait to see this movie. Oh, absolutely. So I just, you know, I, I hope it's not going to try to make a statement. That's all. I just, I want, I want to escape from statements. I want to escape from all yeah. the press. I want to escape from this stuff and just enjoy something for what it is. So, um, so I am very excited to see this movie
1: But that's not what scares me the most about this movie Once again I'm with you we will definitely be going to see it I can't wait, it was one of my anticipated films Here's what scares me more, I'm going to read the synopsis real quick And then I'm going to read the other tagline And then I'm going to give you what I think and then you can jump in Because uh, this is actually what scares me more So here's what they wrote, this is what the synopsis Of the film is from, you know, it's just teaser. It doesn't give anything It says, for as long as residents can remember, the housing projects of Chicago's Cabrini Green neighborhood were terrorized by a word of mouth ghost story about a supernatural killer with a hook for a hand easily summoned by those daring to repeat his name five times into a mirror. In present day, a decade after the last of the Cabrini Towers were torn down, visual artist Anthony McCoy and his girlfriend, gallery director Brianna Courtray, move into a luxury loft condo in Cabrini, now gentrified beyond recognition and inhabited by upwardly mobile millennials. With Anthony's painting career on the brink of stalling, a chance encounter with a Cabrini-Green old-timer exposes Anthony to the tragically horrific nature of the true story behind Candyman. Anxious to maintain his status in the Chicago art world, Anthony begins to explore these macabre details in his studio as fresh scripts for paintings unknowingly open a door to a complex past that unravels his own sanity and unleashes a terrifying viral wave of violence that puts him on a collision course with Destiny. The other tagline for this movie is literally Candyman ain't a he, Candyman is the whole damn hive. And it's said in in the cheeser trailer. My fear of this is that this is going to be a movie without Candyman. And let me explain before I throw it over to you. My fear is that it's kind of like an in-the-mouth-of-madness kind of thing going on, where he is going to slip into this uh, world of, you know, he's losing his fucking mind. (laughs) Let's, Let's put it just plain and simple. And then he either starts killing people or people start ending up dead that have no relation to it. But that is part of his delusion. You know what I mean? And we'll never actually have a Candyman. You might see a flash. You might see a puppet, as you've pointed out. And I'm going to let you get to that but you'll never have a real Candyman. There will be no five times in the mirror and he appears. And unfortunately here's where this, this will be more disappointing to me than anything. And the reason why is cause I love the Candyman story. And I think that that's what makes it work. We need the five times in the mirror. We need the cool interactions, the cool kills. It was always a great series for that. And I think if we take that away and we go, okay, we're going to make it about somebody slipping into madness. And the Candyman thing Is just a cover and stuff Then we end up in that Black Christmas territory The recent remake Of Black Christmas Which isn't even a remake It's a completely different story And I, I right. really am going to be Upset about that Because this is one of those Franchises that A. I I've thought that needed To have another movie Or a remake for a while Because I think it deserves it And B. It is a very good Horror movie and horror story The first movie Terrified people And that's what I'm more Scared of than anything Even, even pushing further On political things Even whatever I'm more scared that They're going to turn this into into a guy who is just going insane and there is no candyman.
0: Right. What's your thoughts? Yeah, I would have right. to agree with that. So so here's my thing. Um, it never really occurred to me until uh the new trailer came out um that this could be very well what's going on, but they have been so tight lipped about whether Tony Todd was going to be in this movie, whether the candyman, you know, who's gonna be the candyman. You know, it's we at first we thought it was uh going to be the one the, the main star of the movie and then they kind of said that it wasn't and then they kind of hinted that tony todd was going to be back so it never really occurred to me that there may not be a Candyman in this movie but I, I i have a bad feeling that you're right in this trailer you know that little that tiny little seed that they just planted about the whole hive you know that i kind of have a feeling that that's what's going to happen we said off air you know, we were talking about the software before we recorded this week. Um, you know, they had this, this thing with the little puppets that they released. And I'm afraid that when it comes to a kill, when something happens, that those puppets, that wasn't just like a cute little thing for a promotion, that that's going to actually be in the movie. And you're only going to hear Tony Todd speak through these puppets. It, you're going to see somebody get killed with this puppet. And, in and, and that's what the candy man is going to be. And that it, it, you know, that it's actually going to be this, this gentleman that's going to be slipping into madness. So, I'm with you on this. I'm afraid that that's exactly where they're going with this now, and that's exactly why they have kept their mouths shut about who's going to play the to- who's going to play the Candy Man. Who's the Candy Man? Who's the Candy Man? Oh, oh, oh we're not talking about that. We're not talking about the. You'll see. You'll see. I think that they're going to try to get cute with this, and that's what they're going to do, and it will hurt the movie if that's the case. Because, like you said, whether it has any, you know, relation to the original movie or not, they, they've been kind of saying it's a spiritual sequel to the original, and that would do it that would that would that would definitely go down that path if that's what they do and don't have him in it at all you know so i I got i have a bad feeling now that you're right about this and this trailer may have just given that away unintentionally yeah
1: Yeah, unfortunately and i'm 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 not i i that is that's what scares me more than anything right now about this movie because i'm also i'm so i'm still excited to see it and i'm just like please don't let this be the case
0: right i mean let's face it tony todd isn't young anymore he doesn't really resemble you know what he looked like 30 years ago he's He's an older guy now. He's, uh, you know, he's put on some weight since then. He was very thin back then. Um, he's still a big, imposing guy, but, you know, he doesn't look the same. You know, you could, de- you could digitally DH him well, if you were going to put him in it. Here's the but I thing. don't think that it's going to be him.
1: Here's the other thing. You can just pass the torch. And I've said it before. I understand that he can probably not physically be Candyman anymore. But there's a way to pass the torch. You know, if you go back to the original, they kind of did that. The Virginia character, right. you know, the, she becomes Candyman, in essence. Yeah. So Candyman passes the torture. To there is a way to do that where you can either, like you said, de-age him for a brief period of time to show him, or use just his voice and the imagery,
0: or have a look-alike and have the yeah. voice.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It something, wouldn't be the first something, time yeah, done that. something like that. And then you pass it on to to Mateen, who is the the new lead actor, and he becomes Candyman. But I still think you have to have a candy man. I, I don't care if it's the young guy. I don't care if it's Tony Todd. I mean, I want him to be involved. Don't get me wrong. Tony Todd needs to be involved. But I don't care who's the candy man. There still needs to be a candy man and an element, whether it's passing the curse or whatever you want to call it along or the legacy. I don't know. Whatever you want to consider it, you know what I mean? Whether it's that or whatever, we still need candy man. Five times right. in a mirror, candy man. The rules apply. And we kind of well. got that at the end of the first movie. She becomes the candy man.
0: Yeah. I'll tell you right now, if it, if it ends up going down the path that you just mentioned, and again, at this point, I'm still excited to see this movie. Don't get me wrong, but I kind of have a feeling that you're right about this, but if it does go down that path, social commentary or not, no matter what's going on in the world today or not, no matter how, no matter what they put into this movie, it is going to be a critical failure. It is going to be a failure. If there is no Candyman in this movie, it, it is. They are going to just, just stop all over this movie. If he's not in it. And you, you just, you can't call it Candyman if you don't have a Candyman in it. So, you know, it's just, it's, I don't know. It, it will be a massive, massive disappointment if that's what they do. And I hope that you're wrong. You, and you may be I hope lucky. I'm wrong. It's just, you know, it's just something we're thinking right now based on what we've seen and, and what we've heard up to this point. We're kind of putting these pieces together on what might happen. I hope that we're both wrong. But if that's what they do, this movie is going to be a major bust. And, you know, they, they deserve... To, to be called failures if that's what they do, because that is a huge misstep. You can't do that. I, 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 I have a feeling that we're wrong about this. I hope so. You know, it might be an excellent movie, and I hope that it ends up being that. But, but you cannot wreck, you know. I love the, being the wrong about this of shit. that movie by doing that.
1: Honestly, I love so. being wrong about something like this. If I'm wrong, I'm, yeah, I I'm would happy. Be but I, I'm would be glad to from be watching the it. teaser trailer and then reading between the taglines. And their synopsis, it sounds different. Now, mind you, it could just be to throw you off the scent. And if that's the case, wonderful. But I'm just, I'm just for whatever reason, that's what scares me the most. But we'll find out September 25th,
0: or absolutely, or
1: whenever it happens due to circumstances.
0: Right. All right. Just a couple more things uh, that we're going to cover this week. Um, uh, Some uh, streaming service news. Uh, We all know that HBO Max is now available. Uh, Dr. Sleep has been on HBO for the last couple of weeks. Uh, it, it premiered on there, uh, I want to say, like a week or two ago. Uh, so it's available on there. But on uh, HBO Max, they've actually released a new three-hour director's cut of Dr. Sleep. So uh, this, movie's, or th- this version of the movie is about a half hour longer uh, than what we saw in theaters. And uh, Mike Flanagan has teased that there's some really, really cool stuff uh, that's going to take place throughout the movie as well as in the Overlook Hotel that we didn't get to see. So kind of anxious to see that.
1: Right on. I'm I'm uh, I'm excited to see that. Uh, take a look at it. I, I I still I'm gonna admit it. I still haven't seen Doctor Sleep, so it'll be my first watch. So that'll be good.
0: Oh, that's right. I forgot you hadn't seen it yet. So yeah, I was real busy uh, at that yeah, time. <laughs> if if you try to compare it to The Shining, you know, and, and try to dissect it and, and you know make it out to be like a masterpiece like that, uh, I, I think that you'll be a little disappointed with it. But overall, for what it was, I think it was a good story. It was a good movie. It was shot well. It was acted well uh it just to me it, it wasn't as good as the original because the original is such a classic you know, it's just my opinion but uh we'll see what this three-hour director's cut is all about um also coming to shutter in july the sleepaway camp series will be available first three movies
1: awesome can't wait i love those series eventually we'll be diving into them hopefully we can get our friend jimmy Gazdick in for that
0: yeah jimmy's a big fan of that that series uh over a year ago i was kind of talking with him uh trying to get him back on the show and we came up with a whole uh a whole uh show about it really you know so uh so we we're going to kind of hold off on reviewing those until we can get him back in the studio yeah, that's what i'm chomping at the bit to do
1: yeah i, I definitely uh and shutter if you haven't seen them shutter get that shutter it's worth the money it's like six dollars a month it's definitely worth it and uh there's always great stuff on there international wise also great legendary movies and now you know next month we gotta uh, definitely have sleepaway camp so if you haven't seen those movies they're definitely worth a watch
0: yeah yeah, give them, definitely give them a watch. The first one, straight up horror movie with a shocking ending, uh, shocking twist, and then of course the the second and third one are you know more campy uh, comedy versions of uh, of, the, of the of the film. But uh, yeah. yeah, they were fun in their own right. So, so can't wait to uh, watch them again. It's been a while since I've seen any of those. Final uh, story for this week: The Last was Part Two, which uh, Rich still doesn't believe is ever going to come out. Uh, but it actually sold over 4 million copies within the first three days, making it the fastest-selling game in PS4 history.
1: Listen, fake fake news. It's a conspiracy. <laughs> it's a conspiracy. They're just saying those numbers. I see no
0: evidence. Yeah, never happened. It never happened. I didn't just beat the game last night. It didn't happen. See, now I know it, it doesn't happen. exist
1: because you beat a game.
0: Da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Ah. <laughs> oh that's all i got
1: (laughs) (laughs) did you enjoy it at least
0: yeah i love the game uh for me you know a lot of people didn't like where it went um they were saying that it tarnished the legacy of the original game i completely 100 percent disagree with that it expanded the story and kind of shows what happened after that um it takes place several years later uh with some flashbacks um but uh my opinion this game was a masterpiece Uh, it was a little bit long but um and that's probably been the biggest uh um thing that i've seen you know negative thing i've seen about it but quite frankly i wish the game was twice as long as it actually was it took me over a week to beat it you know everybody was complaining a couple of months ago that the resident evil 4 remake was too short i was one of them that game could have stood to have been three times longer than it was uh i felt like i got robbed when i bought that but um, but this game, you know, you're going to complain about one being too short and this one being too long. This game was a masterpiece. It told a fantastic story. Um, it was a little bit, you know, too much just running around looking for stuff to, to craft tools with and, you know, just kind of, you know, different setting and, you know, same thing going on, zombies or, you know, military guys that you're you're killing to further the story. So, you know, that got to be a little bit tedious. But overall, this, this game... If I had to score this game, I'd probably give it a 9 out of 10, 9.5 out of 10. One of the best games I ever played.
1: Awesome. Uh, there you go. Uh, take it from Mike. Go on and play it. If it exists.
0: If it exists. Which That's it true. doesn't. It's never coming out. It's been delayed again.
1: I got I got I, uh, I, I have one little tasty morsel left. Just a fun. It's just okay. a fun one. Just a fun one. Uh, so last year this is how long these things take to go around in this day and age and how it'll be frustrating. So last year at the uh, Monster Mania convention, obviously that didn't happen this year, unfortunately. Uh, we were going to try to go to that, but unfortunately it didn't. So last year, though, uh, Robert Englund was there, and uh, during the convention he admitted that he, he had named who he thought would, should be his predecessor. Uh, do you, do you, did you remember that or no? Oh, i remember that uh he said about this person he's not a kid anymore either but the rumor i've heard that i like is kevin bacon kevin loves horror he's a real actor he's an actor he's an actor's actor kevin was great in tremors kevin was great in stir of echoes and i've heard this rumor we need someone like that to take it on and redo it exploiting all of the new technology so it takes a year but some bloody disgusting brings it up to kevin bacon that robert england thinks that uh he would be great as freddy krueger (laughs) <laughs> and, and here is here is Kevin Bacon's response I know you read it, it's kind of funny He said, sure, it would take a lot of makeup Those <laughs> uh, not sound so enthusiastic, Mr. Bacon uh, How do you feel about Kevin Bacon being uh, the next Freddy Krueger? I think it's a good pick And uh, I, I think he would be more excited than what he was putting out there I think he's just playing yeah, a coy Because Kevin Bacon's got to be the cool guy
0: Right you know, truth be told, I'll believe it when I see it. I don't think if they ever make another movie that he's going to be in it. Robert England's getting too old to play the part, and it's pretty much all but said that he's retired. Uh, even though he's kind of teased back and forth that he would be willing to do it one more time. Um, but you know, obviously, this the movie's going to keep getting remade and in sequels or spiritual sequels, whatever you want to call it. Uh, I, I think that he'd be fine, even though you know he's he is a little bit older now. Um, but. You know, I'd be perfectly fine with him being cast in the role because I think he'd do a, a better job than Jackie Earl Haley did. But truth be told, I think they're going to end up going with some young it actor if they decide to do it. You know, oh. when, when they finally uh, when they finally go with it, it's going to be somebody young and hip, somebody that doesn't fit. It, it it'll be, you know, somebody like um, uh, I don't know, like who played Pennywise there, um, Scar. Yeah, Al- was it? it was
1: Alexander. No, Bill. Yeah, it's Bill no, it's Bill Skarsgård. Bill Skarsgård. Bill Alexander Skarsgård. Alexander was on, uh, on, a on uh, True Blood. Sorry. I get right. all the Skarsgårds yeah, it'll be, it'll confused, be somebody okay? Like that. I get the Skarsgårds. Yeah, I can either audience. see him
0: doing it or it'll be somebody in that vein. That's what's going to end up happening. It's going to be some 20-something, you know, all of a sudden hot actor that's going to do it. That's that's my opinion, and uh, they're not going to get it. Whoever the producers are of the movie aren't going to get You know, they, they don't get it if that's what they do. It should be somebody like a Kevin Bacon that can really, you know, steal the part, steal a show yeah. with the movie. Um, so, you know, I, I'll believe it when I see it, but I'd be all for it.
1: Yeah. The only thing that's better is if you cast Kevin Bacon and it's a direct sequel to Freddy's Dead.
0: Yes. Yes. Now that you're talking. That, now you you're go. talking.
1: Or just remake Freddy's Dead with Kevin Bacon and then continue from there. Yeah. Uh, d- yeah word yeah, for absolutely. word, word for Fake word, movie. shot for shot. Just do some new CGI we'll get from and stuff. Zane
0: back. Yeah, yeah, I don't know about all that. I,
1: I don't know about all that. We re, need to recast that. Yeah. You can recast that.
0: Maybe.
1: We got to bring Johnny Depp back for the PSA. Well, of course. You know, Breck and Meyer. I don't know. Breck, I don't know. Meyer won't look like the stoner type anymore. we might have to get somebody else, but.
0: Oh, he's definitely got to be in it. Same you you bring him
1: back, same role. Make him grow the hair out. Make yep. him be the same role. Yep. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I, I think it'll work. I think the it'll Nintendo work. Power glove. Yeah, I think it'll work. I think it'll work. Shot for shot. Just we'll just clean up. We'll just clean up some of the the, the CGI and stuff. I mean, I don't know yeah. how much for CGI in that original movie, but we'll clean it up, make some CGI. Yeah, give it absolutely. equal quality as the Meg. We'll be all right. <laughs> well, that being said, that is going to take us out of the news this week. Once again, uh, find us on Facebook, Horizon Six Oh uh, Seven, Twitter, and Instagram at. Horrorzone607, hashtag HZ607. Whenever we're talking about the show, uh, w- remember, we're going to put up that poll because I want to know where everybody stands on uh, who, what is the better, the strangers or your next. I'll have that up, so check that out on Twitter. Uh, of course, visit 8122productions.com, check out our archives, check out all the reviews and everything we have to offer there as well. And last but certainly not least, if you'd like to support this show for as little as $1 a month, does support it does go completely to us paying the bills here and also you're going to get a ton of extra bonus content for it you can do that on patreon patreon.com slash 8122 productions trust me we would really uh it's always nice and you get trust me you get a lot and even more to come because uh, we've got even more planned uh because obviously when we uh first go see uh uh it, we'll do an, a, a non-spoiler version of Candyman when we finally get to see it in September for this podcast, but I'm going to do a spoiler one for Patreon and we'll put it out to the masses. But I'm going to wait a while because I don't want to ruin it for anybody. But we'll do we're going to do a spoiler full one on Patreon because then you get to choose. You know what I mean? I think that's the way to do it. So we're going to be doing that when movies come right. back. We're going to be doing more spoiler full reviews on Patreon first, and then they'll re- be released a few weeks or a month later, just so that way uh, people don't you know have a chance to see the movie, and then you'll have the Friendly, spoiler-friendly ones—the ones that don't have many spoilers in them. On the actual show, just kind of us going over whether we like the movie or not. And I'm not talking about the classic movies that we do when we do the review segment. I'm just talking about anything new that hit the theaters. So you know, jump on it now, and you'll get that. And also, we're going to be doing after Mike gets back in the studio here, and you know, out of his bunker, we're going to probably add a little more of an element for Patreon here as well. And of course, we're going to be doing stuff over on Twitch. Uh, go ahead and follow that. Uh, go ahead and follow the channel on Twitch. It's Twitch.tv/slash podcast all those are in the liner notes of the show so you can go ahead and click on the links there as well just throwing that out there uh that's enough of my shameless plugging though it is time for us to take our break when we come back mike c has got us a list he's got a list of his uh, favorite haunted house movies correct you just made the list ah holy crap i did i made at least i made some lists we'll be right back with that Hey, this is kind of am Paduan J. Coach Tuffy from the Ocho Duro Parlay Hour Podcast, and you're listening to Rich and Mike on the Horror Zone 607 Podcast. Welcome back to the zone, and uh, as you heard, we're not going to do a horror zone review this week. We are going to break out a list, and you know we we like to have our list here on the show. Uh, especially, you know, Mike C. comes up with some amazing ones. We have some more planned for you in the future. But this is a list that actually we've been intending to do on the show for a little while now. But then we got caught up with uh, the whole, you know, COVID stuff and everything else going on and bunkers. And, 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 and you know, we went right into doing reviews most of the week. So, trust me, they'll be returning. We have some big plan for the month of August. There's a little uh, hint there. Uh, I'm not ready to let the cat out of the bag. Maybe we'll give them hints leading into it. You know, string them along a little bit uh but we have something huge a series or whatever huge to go for into august but uh right now we want to go back into this list and i actually can't wait for a couple reasons because here's here's the catch i told you before the break it is going to be mike's top 10 haunted house movies and as you guys know from this show i am not a huge fan of haunted house movies there is a few on the list that are so good that i have to you know say yes however Mike is so I, I I always like to hear his take and what he's passionate about and see maybe if he can change my opinion on some. Some I can guarantee he can't. <laughs> I'm gonna promise you that. But some I go and I, I'm guaranteeing what's towards the top of his list I will probably like anyways because those are right at my alley. Uh, But uh, I am excited. Sometimes uh, when you hear somebody's differing opinions to me, I get excited about it because it could sell you on something. It could open you up to a whole new world. So, Mike, what was your criteria before you start this list to go into your top ten?
0: So this actually, uh, this was, I was actually with you uh, one year ago, right now, um, watching Annabelle Comes Home in theaters. And uh, afterwards, I got home and it just, you know, I was like, you know what? I haven't done a, I haven't made a new list in a while. The lists that I had done on the show previously were ones I had done some time before and just kind of had them stockpiled. And uh, I came up with this one, and this one was actually quite difficult to do. Um, there, there really hasn't been a ton of really good haunted house movies that have been made over the years. Most of them are very hokey. Hollywood kind of ruins them, kind of like Annabelle Comes Home, where it was basically just a like an infomercial for uh, for new uh, Conjuring universe movies, really. Um, but it, it kind of inspired me to do this because there are some good ones. There have been some good ones that have been made. Um, personally, I, I prefer where they're very subtle. Um, th- there's more suspense than, you know, things jumping out at you and, you know, like CGI monsters jumping out at you and whatnot. So, um, so you know, is with all of my top 10 lists. There's no, there's nothing scientific about it. It's It's from my own mind. It's my own, List of movies, but this one was kind of a tough one to, to come up with. Um, so, as usual with my lists, um, you know, there's some honorable mentions, and uh, I, I, you know, so I'm going to mention those first before we get to the top 10. Um, one that I kind of put a question mark next to, and I, I don't know if we really consider this a haunted house movie uh, as, as much as it is just like crazy over the top stuff, and, it, and it's actually something we talked a lot about in the first segment, and that's The Evil Dead, the original Evil Dead. Um, so I kind of wanted to get your take on that before I even go down the list of the other honorable mentions or start with the top ten. W- would you consider that to be a haunted house movie, Rich?
1: Oh, uh, the original one? Yes. Because I, I feel, okay. I mean, here's the thing. Uh, so you could say that the evil, the you know, that brings the deadites, it comes out of the forest. But if it wasn't mm-hmm. for the fact that they find the nepro- necronomicon in the house, it in the house, and then it, the house becomes a character... Because the house definitely takes on evilness as well as the people inside of it. And you you actually see that further in Evil Dead 2, believe it or not. Right. Uh, I would. I, that's why I would say, because when you go to the first two movies in the canon, the, the house does take on some characteristics that it's brought on. So technically, yes, the evil comes from outside of the house, but without the fact that the incantation is read inside the house and the necronomicon is inside the house, and then it does infest the house, I think that it's a definite yes, in my opinion, though.
0: Yeah, see, I could separate uh, a haunted house movie from a possession movie, and to me that one seemed like it was just a little bit more of a possession movie, uh, otherwise that would have probably been at the top, right near the top of my top ten, I, I, have I did no, kind of leave it off of it.
1: I have no problem with you not putting it in because of that, because it is gray. It could be a possession movie and a haunted house movie, which are, are and I can see the argument for both, so not being in the top ten and being an honorable mention because it's on the fringe, I totally get so, but I, I would, I would, if you would have put it on the list, I'd have been like, Hey, eh, yeah, good. Okay, you know I can see it I can argue it
0: okay um so a couple other ones I have in the list uh the next one is one that i I enjoy the heck out of it uh, a lot of people hate it uh, I know that our good friends Luke Luke hates it uh, I don't think that the professor's a fan of it I don't know that you're I don't think that you're a fan of it but stir of echoes i I, I think that that's a, a great creepy movie actually I like um, stir of Echoes. it was okay so you do like I know that the professor and Luke do not like that movie all. No, Luke really hates it Um, but, um, but yeah, you know, it's, it's a movie that uh, I, I enjoy the heck out of it. I thought it was very well done and very creepy, very suspenseful. Uh, the haunting 1963, I wanted to mention that way better than the remake that came out in 99, um, the grudge, and I'm not talking about 2020's the grudge, I'm talking about the original grudge. Um, wanted to put that in my top 10, but just, I thought that there were superior movies to it. Um, so, so that's on there. Um. A movie that I actually find—it's a remake that I find to be better than the original after having seen the original for the first time a few years back. Uh, and and this is—it uh, kind of rides a, a fine line between horror and a horror comedy. But The House on Haunted Hill, starring Jeffrey Rush from 1999, another one. I, think I enjoyed that a movie. Great movie! It's so much fun. So much fun.
1: I'm gonna enjoy. I enjoy uh, that and movie. Then-
0: You do. Okay. I I know a lot of people do. There's a lot of people that kind of dump on it, but uh, you know, I I think that that's a really fun movie and I think it's better than the original. So a lot more fun than the original. Uh, And then the other two, the last two that are on uh, the, uh, the list here before we get to the top 10. uh, And I wanted both of these two in there and they were originally in there. But again, I just found that there were other movies that I just thought were more superior. Uh, One is the conjuring Two, which uh, you know, creepy, creepy movie. And the other is Insidious, which I wanted so badly for it to be on there. Uh, I just watched that again for the first time in years uh, recently, and God has had a creepy movie. It's such a creepy movie, and it really does belong there. But it is an honorable mention based on what I've come up with. So, so far, what do you think?
1: So I, I think those are uh, pretty exceptional uh Movies you left out there, I think it was a good idea to leave the grudge off, just because of the the kind of the same thing with Evil Dead. I mean, the house does play a part, but also that's also you could border on a possession movie as well. Uh, so, I mean, I get it as a ghost story, but you know, you could border on it. So, right. Uh, so, I, I that was a good reason, but it was a great movie. I'll, I'll give you that. Uh, like I said, uh, so far so good. I mean, I can't wait to see your top ten then.
0: All right, well, let's kick it off. So, number ten. Is a movie that we're very familiar with because we just reviewed it last week, and that would be session nine.
1: Ooh, session nine! That was a lot. Watching it as a further watch of it, and like I said, I, I gave it a high thing for a movie that you know it's not usually on my alley. I I was I it mm-hmm. was I I, re, I liked it better than the first time I saw it, so uh, I, I'm I'm glad it made the list I, for sure.
0: Yeah, it wasn't even on there until I rewatched it recently, and then I was like, you know what, this is one of the best haunted. Ha- it's more of a haunted asylum. And yeah, it does have the possession stuff in there, but it's much more of a haunted house, a haunted asylum than anything. But, you know, no jump scares, really. There's well, a couple, you know, tiny little things, but, you know, it's just relied on suspense and atmosphere, and that's what a haunted house movie should be. So, number 10 is Session 9. Number 9, uh, a movie that it took me quite a few years to see, and it ended up actually being, by the end of it, more of a drama and more of like a, almost a, just a heartbreaking movie, uh, but The Orphanage.
1: Uh, I did not see that. so uh,
0: You haven't seen that? No, I have not seen that. I urge you to see it. Um, you know, they, they really make it out to be much more of a haunted house horror movie. Um, you know, and it is very creepy and very suspenseful. By the end of it, it ends up being a heartbreaking tale. And it's done very, very well. It's an exceptional movie. And, uh, you know, the the creeps that are in it, you know, they, they definitely warrant it making any top 10 list for haunted house movies. So, uh, so yeah. Yeah. Check that out. I think you'll really enjoy it. It is. Uh, I uh, believe it's a Spanish movie with subtitles. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I believe uh, Benicio Del Toro was behind this. So um, so one to watch, uh, you know, it's it's something I, I really do think that you will enjoy it. But, um, but yeah, I don't know. Check it
1: out. Yeah, I definitely will.
0: And it was not Del Toro that was behind it. I apologize. Okay. So, uh, so number eight. Or was, excuse me, was, uh, Guillermo Del Toro. Benicio, I said Benicio Del Toro. I meant Guillermo, Guillermo Del Toro. I gotcha. I know uh, I knew what you so, meant. <laughs> yeah, he helped produce it. So, so, so just to get that out there, I'm not a complete idiot. I just play one on TV. Number eight, The Conjuring.
1: I've no. Uh, I'm surprisingly higher, but I, I really enjoyed The Conjuring. The Conjuring is one of the, yep. the movies I give an exception to in the haunted house ca- category, so that's why I'm shocked it's so uh, low on your list. But I'm sure you're going to tell us why.
0: Yeah, it, it started out a lot higher. Um, I just the ones that are above it, I, again, I just find to be creepier, scarier movies that just did more for me. Uh, they just gave me more chills than The Conjuring did. Uh, the Conjuring, you know, when I first saw it in theaters, it was one of the I, I came out of there saying this is one of the scariest movies I've ever seen. You know, having seen it many more times after that, I was kind of like, yeah, you know, it wasn't as great as I thought it was the first time I saw it, you know, but um, still a really good movie. And, you know, of all the haunted house movies that have ever been made in, over time, you know, I, I definitely think it's one of the best. And that's why it's in the top 10.
1: Oh, that's cool. I agree with you. Number
0: seven, The Changeling.
1: Yeah, we just talked about this. Uh, what was it? Because they're doing a yeah, remake, right? Yeah, a couple weeks too. ago. Uh, I've seen this. I, I think this is one of the classic horror movies. Uh, it's definitely a must-watch if you've never seen it. Uh, I, I have no problems with this beyond the list.
0: All right. And uh, Benicio del Toro or Guillermo del Toro had nothing to do with that. I just sort of point that out. Number six, one of my all-time favorites, something I watch every single October, and I've talked a lot about it over the years, and it's actually a found-footage film uh, that doubles as a haunted house movie, and that's Hell House LLC, one of the best ever.
1: Yes, I I, I enjoyed Hell House LLC, the first one. Not any of the sequels. The first one. Sequels, sequels were not is as good, but I I very muchly enjoyed the first one. I uh, do. You, can you still see that shutter? I think it's still on shutter, right?
0: I believe it's still on there. Uh, I think all three of them are still on there, if I'm not mistaken. But I'll tell you what, that's one for for you listeners out there that still haven't seen this movie. The professor was the one that told me about this a couple of years ago. It was about three years ago. He, uh, he told me about this movie, and he just raved about it. And usually we could not be more polar opposites in what we find to be, you know, just like a, a top, t- you know, just a, like a 10 out of 10 type of movie, 9 out of 10 type of movie. And that's how he went on about this movie. And I was like, eh. And it just had nothing to do one night, ended up putting it on, and I, it just it scared me to the bone. And it, it has I've seen it, I think, three times now. And it's it's just chilled me to the bone every single time that I've watched it. It is creepy. It is well done. It is an outstanding found footage movie, and it's an outstanding haunted house movie. So uh, so check it out. It's, it's a great movie to watch in the month of October. Awesome. Number five. Uh, actually, I believe that Hell House is actually probably the scarier movie. Uh, but number five is it, it's another found footage movie. A lot of people either loved it or hated it. Uh, I hadn't actually seen all the sequels before I saw this one, but Paranormal Activity comes in at number five. And a very effective movie. Uh, Again, you don't really see much of anything. You just kind of see stuff off camera and hear things. And uh, you know, it's a very effective haunted house movie and one of the best ones ever made. And I I think just because it was a little bit more mainstream and um, spawned, I guess you could say, a better series than Hell House did, even though most of the sequels weren't great. Uh, but I think Paranormal Activity really, you know, kind of like Blair Witch, um, you know, kind of, kind of put the found footage haunted house movie on the map, so to speak.
1: Yeah, I, I agree with you, I, and I also got the uh, the, the privilege of uh, speaking to Katie Featherston a couple years ago at Scarecrow. Yeah, Con. you did. Uh So that was, really, that was a lot of fun, and here are some takes about the movie. Um, I have no problem with this movie. I thought it was great for the time. It brought something back. Uh, they went back to like some real cool practical stuff in, a, in an era of CGI. Uh, it, it, the, the franchise has taken a weird turn, but as far as the original, I, I have no problem with it. I think it's a really good one.
0: All right. All right, so uh, top four. We're up to the top four here. Number four, another movie that's being remade, and we've talked a lot about it in recent weeks, and that's the Others.
1: Oh, yes, the Others, not not the spoof from Scary Movie, where is Michael Jackson, but the actual right. movie. Yeah, not that.
0: <laughs> although that was probably scarier than what happened in the in the actual movie, The Others. But I could um,
1: I could agree with you there.
0: Yeah, you know, again, another movie where there is hardly you know there's hardly any jump scares really it's it's very very atmospheric which i love very very suspenseful which i love um it was a movie when i saw it in the theater i was kind of like eh about it but it really grew on me and um you know it's one of one of the best in in this sub that's ever been made in my opinion
1: yeah i agree with you i agree with you there
0: all right well now we're up to the top three so these are the big ones these are the big ones and uh, you may agree or disagree, uh, Rich, with this, but uh, number three, one of my all-time favorites, I've been to the real place before, never inside, but I've been in the driveway and pulled right to the front door, and that would be for the Amityville Horror.
1: Um, I, the, are we talking about the original movie? <laughs> yes,
0: yeah, the original, not the, okay. that garbage <laughs> with, with Ryan Reynolds in it.
1: I will say this, the original movie, I, I'm, I'm not, it wouldn't be high, as high up on a list that I was making, but I still appreciate it. And it was, it was, it was good for what it was. Uh, as far as I've, I've said it a million times, I will be a, a bigger fan of it if the Conjuring universe ever tackles it.
0: Um, I would say I would agree with that, but they would so, go so over the top with, with special effects with it. Whereas with the original one, it was very practical with the effects. Um, it kind of had a little bit of an over the top finish with it, but the book was over the top. I've, I've actually read the book, and the book was more over the top than what you see on film. Um, so I don't know. I, I thought that it was well acted. It was in an era where you know 1979 was just you know it was was right in the middle of the best era in horror movies in history, in my opinion. Um, so I think if the Conjuring universe was tackled, it, it would just be so far over the top. I would hate it. Possibly more than the Ryan Reynolds remake. Uh,
1: I don't know, from though. They've done, they've done everything else well. I mean, with the exception of the Annabelle movies. After yeah. that. I mean, the first one was, uh, first and second one weren't horrible. Third one was. Third one was. But I mean, uh, let's think about it. Yeah, Usually it in the good. Conjuring universe, they've done pretty good. I mean, La La Rona They was have, good. but they've
0: all been really over the top. Uh, At but, least they uh, were original stories, though. Yeah, you but know, they were creepy. They, I think if they try to tackle this, eh.
1: who knows if they ever will. Uh, but, you know, it, it, it would be an interesting take to me I'm just saying right. may, Maybe sometimes Over the Top isn't bad You'd have to wait to see So far they haven't disappointed me Like I said, the original one was was pretty alright But the, all the sequels and definitely the remake got to go yeah.
0: Well, I stand by it And, uh, you know, it's, just, it's one of my all-time favorites I've seen the movie probably a hundred times uh, I just, I love the look of it Love the look of it. Love how creepy and atmospheric that one is. I'm fascinated with the actual story of what happened in that home, um, and, and I'm not talking about the Lutzes that lived there and their story that that inspired this the book and this movie, but the actual DeFeo murders. Uh, it's just it's true crime, uh, which I'm a big fan of, and uh, it's it's a fascinating story. Uh, a lot of answers we'll never get as to what really caused it and what really Happen there, so uh, so it's just it's something that, that hits close to home for me just because I am such a big fan of it, and I've actually been to the real house. So uh, so yeah, so that's number three for me. Number two, the big two, and I, I kind of want to get your take on where you think that these actually belong. But uh, but number two for me is Poltergeist.
1: Ooh, Poltergeist is amazing, amazing.
0: And of course, what, when I when I say Poltergeist, I mean the Sam Rockwell remake. Fuck of you,
1: fuck you. <laughs> you know you don't. You know you don't. You're talking about the no, original. You were talking about yeah, the original. Talking about I talking about the
0: 1982 original.
1: If I had the soundboard right now, I could play you the, the clip that I have on there for that, the, you know. You moved the headstones, <laughs> but you ba-dum. didn't move the bodies. No bodies.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'd get one of those for saying that. But no, no, Poltergeist, uh, what can you say that we haven't already said on the show and that everybody else hasn't already said? What a fantastic, fantastic movie.
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. One of the greatest movies of all time, not just uh, Haunted House movies, but it definitely fits in that category as well.
0: All right. Ready for number one?
1: Oh, I, I, I cannot wait for number one. What is number you were one? You are
0: born ready for number one. If we had a drum roll sound, I'd make you do it right now, but we don't because I'm ruining that by being in a bunker and calling you. So, uh, so number one, the, in my opinion, the best Haunted House movie that's ever been made is the
1: shining the shitting you don't want to get a shoot boy uh (laughs) (laughs) stealing that right from treehouse of horror oh I, i i mean i'm not surprised and i think anything less would be uncivilized <laughs> to steal the right guard <laughs> commercial. Uh, no, seriously, man. The Shining. I mean, what can you say? It is one of my top 10 horror movies of all time. Uh, it is probably one of my top 10 movies of all time, period. I mean, that movie is amazing. It is definitely one of Stanley Kubrick's masterpieces. Uh, it gave us so many great lines. Uh, the, the movie is, you know, it gave us the visuals. There's, there's so much that lives on in pop culture from that movie, not to mention it's shot very mm-hmm. well. Not. Let's not even jump into the conspiracy theories. Then you know that was how he hid the fact that he did the moon landing allegedly, and, and some other ones that are in there that I'm not even gonna go down the rabbit holes. I love the right. whole I hold I love the whole premise. I love the fact that he keeps you uneven the whole movie by never showing you the real layout of the hotel. Uh, So things are and things in your mind is confused because things don't make sense where he goes in somewhere and you see a window, but then there shouldn't be a window there because it doesn't make sense the the it's just it all of it plays as much as that movie is a great movie to watch. It is also a mind fuck to the audience, which is makes the atmosphere of that movie even better. Uh, Kubrick's a genius. I uh, Love that movie and have zero problems with it. I mean, I I, I think Stephen King would disagree with you strongly, unfortunately. But yeah. uh, but that movie is amazing. It's 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 definitely the greatest, in my opinion.
0: What do you think Stephen King would say would be the best Haunted House movie ever? Because it certainly wouldn't be that. Uh, he probably wouldn't even have it in the top ten. Do you, do you think he,
1: maybe? Do you think that Stephen King would count Maximum Overdrive as a haunted house movie?
0: It's haunted me for years, I'll tell you
1: that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I don't know. I I don't know what Stephen King would put at the top. Stephen King's a weird dude, so it would probably be some fucking obscure movie that none of us have seen. It was something I saw at a short festival one time. I mean, nothing against Stephen King. I love Stephen King, but he is a kooky fucking, he's a kooky cat. You don't get to be the king of horror by not being a little kooky, if you will. So, uh, yeah, I I definitely think that, uh, I definitely, I can't can't agree with you more on The Shining. The Shining's a, a great movie
0: well i appreciate that rich that's it that's That's it that's all the list
1: there you go well the list hey hey you guys at home it's simple do you guys have do you agree with Mike C do you disagree is there a movie you would have put on that list we always want to hear from you and know very simply you can do that on Facebook horizon 607 like and share the page you can do it on Twitter and Instagram at 607 use that hashtag HZ607 whenever talking about the show uh, like I said we always do want to hear from you guys so please interact we, we you know especially you know it, it might uplift the spirits of the professor he is still watching he is still listening he may not be here with us physically but he is with us here in spirit you could say he's haunting the 8122 production studios <laughs> uh so wow so cool. i see what you did there ah, you see i tied it all back around but seriously he does look so you know cheer up his day uh, you never know you, you know he's 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 got to get used to not living from the land if you will the drifter lifestyle going to settle down is a little different Uh, I give it
0: three weeks. He'll be back out in the street.
1: He'll be back out there drifting. Uh, So uh, with that also, you can visit 8122productions.com. Check out our friends of the show, like the Oto Duro Parley Hour, all of our musical friends. Check out our local sponsors, including uh, Dragon Master Games, who provides us with the studio here. Uh, Also... um, Check out the archives for Horizon. We got some great stuff in there. Uh, you, we talked about Jimmy Gaznik He was on the very first episode of Horizon Six Zero Seven. Go check that out in the archives. You can also check out uh, me talking. There is no interview with me and Katie Featherston, but you can take out check out my reaction after I did it and uh, try to talk about what I did. That's in the archives. A ton of stuff. We have some great stuff. We have a lot to look forward to. COVID knocked us off the track a little bit with things that were planned, but we'll be right back up and firing in no time. I am I am sure of that. Uh, next on the list though uh, we got to uh, talk about you know hey if you want to support the show monetarily and get a ton of extra bonus content do that on patreon patreon.com slash 8122 productions for as little as $1 a month that's $12 a year you get all of that bonus content and trust me there's a lot of it and more to come soon we try to make it as valuable you know as possible to you guys we understand we don't want to get rich off of this it just helps us pay the bills around here and it's really nice uh, and last but certainly not least we have the new venture that you can support us and all of our brothers and 607 podcast which we may have a huge announcement coming up in the next few weeks we're actually working on something but uh, that is Twitch, we are on Twitch twitch.tv slash 607 podcast, we have, uh, right now we have the live stream, we're going to do a live a live stream for UFC 151 on July 11th check that out, uh, so you know, get our takes, get our reactions right there and you never know who's going to stop by and uh, drop in for those, it's always a lot of fun but uh, we also have things planned as things are opening up more and more with the COVID stuff, we have some movie nights planned, we have some commentary tracks that we're going to do here for podcast. Uh, uh Horizon 607 we got some live D&D games that the Three Fat Nerds are going to be doing uh, we're going to be doing some some crazy stuff on there. and Like I said, there's a big announcement that we possibly be making in a few weeks. I know it's a tease, and I know I hate talking in circles like that, but I we have to cross our T's and dot our I's before I can make that announcement. But trust me, it's going to be a huge one, and it's going to be coming to you from the Twitch channel. So all you have to do, man, and it's a completely free, follow us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash 607podcast. And to make it all easier, go right to the, wherever your podcast provider is for this podcast. Go right to the show notes. All the links are right there. You can click on them and Bam! It'll take you there to do those things, Mike. That is the business end. That is all I have. Take these people home.
0: All right. Well, that's it for this week's show, uh, Rich. I want to thank you for for holding down the fort once again. Uh, always doing a wonderful job. You know, you know, you, you know this. You know, you're the best in the business. I try. Yeah, you, know, you don't have to be modest about it. You're the best in the business. So thank you for all you do. Thanks for keeping the show going through all this madness uh, with this COVID. And, uh, you know, I'm hoping that I'm going to just like pop up from uh, from underground and, and be in the studio one of these weeks. But, uh, you know, we'll get there eventually. So um, for next week, uh, I, I'm, we're still hoping that we're going to have the professor back. You know, hope everything's OK with you, buddy. We're thinking about you. You hit another home run this week. You batted a thousand two weeks in a row. You know, just just great, great work from you as usual. So, uh, so we hope you're back in the studio doing it again next week. And, uh, you know, of course, uh, we'll be bringing the week's biggest horror movie news and uh, having a whole lot of fun. We're just going to talk a lot of horror like we always do. So until then, this is Mike C. saying, see ya.